Welcome to Day 136 of The New Way. I'll reread Matthew 16, 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Yesterday we talked about the disciples trying their best to understand what the Messiah would do and be. The Jewish version of that day was that the Messiah would come and set up an earthly kingdom, overthrow the Roman government, and conquer the whole world. Why did they believe that? Because that's what the prophet said according to the Jewish scripture or the Old Testament, and they believed the prophets. Whoa! If you were to study the prophecies of the Old Testament, you would find that the prophecies rarely gave a timeline. Some of the prophecies were about Jesus' advent, his birth, his life, his death on the cross. But some prophecies were about the second coming and the future kingdom when Jesus will rule and there will be world peace. But they are all mixed together. We know that now, but they didn't at that time. Here are five Old Testament prophecies. Remember, there are over 300 prophecies about the Messiah. But looking at these five, I want you to see if you can distinguish between the two different time periods. I'll read Isaiah 2, 3, and 4. Many peoples will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. What do you think? I believe that this prophecy is talking about Jesus' future coming, when he will bring world peace. Let's look at another one, Isaiah 9, 6-7. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing it, and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. What about this one? Jesus' advent 
future coming, or both. I believe it has a little of both mixed together. Are you beginning to see that it wasn't always a simple interpretation? Let me read Isaiah 11, 1 through 9. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of might, the Spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt, and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den, and the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Again, this prophecy predicts both the advent of Jesus and his future coming and kingdom. We're going to read two more. What do you think about this one? Isaiah 53, 1 through 6. Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities, and punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Which time period does this prophecy refer to? I think it's clear that it's the advent, the birth, 
life, and death of Jesus. Let's do one more. Daniel 2:44. In the time of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will it be left to another people. It will crush all those kingdoms and bring them to an end, but it itself will endure forever. This prophecy is certainly referring to the future kingdom when Jesus will return as king. Can you see why the disciples, the Pharisees, and other Jewish leaders might be confused? I don't think Jesus was harsh with the Jewish leaders about their confusion. I think he was harsh with them because when he tried to teach them and give them all the evidence they needed, they still chose to reject him. Jesus encouraged their questions back then, and he encourages your questions today. Don't be afraid to ask him for clarification or explanations. He encourages us to seek him with all our heart and promises that if we do, we will find him. Jeremiah 29:13. There will always be scriptures that you don't fully understand, questions that won't be answered, and conundrums about your faith. Mark Twain, or Samuel Clemens, the famous author, said, It ain't those parts of the Bible that I can't understand that bother me. It is the parts that I do understand. In his service, Dale.